Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus and transform Hoxton. Hi everyone. Um, I'm missing some people. So if you're a child or you consider yourself a child, please come and sit on the carpet at the front so that you can join in with all that we are doing today. I can see plenty of children and even some of the older children if they want to come as well. (laughs) Okay, so you are going to have to slightly move from the carpet just a little bit in a moment, but then you're going to come back and sit over here. So I'm going to read the passage again, so listen very carefully, and then I'm going to go and ask you to look for something in the church. So this is what our passage said. Some people brought their small children to Jesus so that he could touch them. When the followers saw this, they told the people not to do this. But Jesus called the little children to him and said to his followers, let the little children come to me. Don't stop them because the kingdom of God belongs to people who are like these little children. I tell you the truth, you must accept God's kingdom like a little child or you will never enter it. Now, in our church, we have a window about this story, a stained glass window. So I want the children to go look for it. It should be quite easy to find. Have a little wander around, see if you can find the window that tells this story of Jesus and the children. I'm hoping you're going to find it super quickly because some people are pointing at it. Hannah's pointing at it. Fantastic. Thank you. So we have found the window. You can come sit back down on the carpet of Jesus talking to children from all over the world. So lots of us might have heard this passage before and it's only three verses, really short. And when we first look at it, it might seem simple and obvious what it's saying. Jesus loves children and we shouldn't stop them coming to him. So that's all great, right? Do we all think that's great? But there might be more to it. So I'm speaking to the kids right now. I wonder how you would have felt if when you arrived at church, you were told you couldn't come in because you were too young. How would that feel? How would you feel if that's what happened? Hannah, how would you feel? Confused. Confused. Okay. Anything else? Otis. Sad. Sad. Any other answers? Would anyone feel a little bit annoyed? A bit angry maybe? Yeah. Okay. So, that's a little bit like what was happening in this story with Jesus and the children. So, let's imagine it now. The people who brought the children were probably their parents and they were bringing their children so that Jesus could bless them. But the disciples were stopping them. They were saying, no, you can't come. I wonder how parents, I wonder how you would have felt if that was you. And the disciples were saying, no, actually, you can't bring your children to see Jesus. The disciples might have thought that Jesus was too busy and too important to be bothered with children. So in those times, children were actually not very important. 
Children are kind of the least in society. And so the disciples probably thought, nah, Jesus is too busy and important to be bothered with these little children. But what they didn't realise is that the children are so important to Jesus. So I've got a quote that I found online. Maurizio, can I have the first slide up, please? And it says this. The disciples thought children cannot come into the kingdom until they are grown up. But Jesus says, grown-ups cannot come into the kingdom until they become like children. That's a bit topsy-turvy, isn't it? That's a bit interesting. So we're going to come to that second part later. But the first part seems very accurate. The disciples thought that the kingdom of God was just for adults and not for kids. But Jesus is saying, no, the kingdom of God is for children even the very youngest, the babies, the toddlers. The passage says little children and that the people were bringing them. So those children certainly weren't old enough to come by themselves. And Jesus says, let the little children come to me. Now, can you imagine that picture? Imagine that picture inside your head. Children running to him, climbing all over, the, all over him, and Jesus receiving them with open arms, laughing and chatting with them. So children, there's a lot that I want to say today to your parents and to the other adults in church, but this is something really important for you to know. You are so loved by Jesus, and you can come to him just as you are, whatever age you are. You might come to church and look around and think that being a Christian, that following Jesus is some secret club for adults that you're not old enough to join yet, but like you will when you're older. But that's actually not true. You can be part of Jesus' family now. And he loves you and he wants to bless you. And at St. John's, we believe that children are important to Jesus. That's why we run our groups on Sundays, our connect groups during the week. That's why we have these all-age services that you can join in with and many other events too. We want you to know that this is for you too. We want to help you get to know Jesus for yourself and show you what it means to be part of his family. Now, in the passage it says people were bringing their children to Jesus and this is where I want to talk to the parents and the other adults who are here. Those children come, couldn't come to Jesus unless people brought them. And the people that brought them, who are likely their parents and their carers, believed that just a touch from Jesus could bless them. They knew something of who he was and they wanted their children to be part of it. Maybe you bring your child to church for that same reason. You believe who Jesus is and you want your child to know him too. Bringing them to church and helping them become part of God's family here is really important. But actually, there's so much more to it than that. I found another great quote from a theologian, that's a big word, a guy called Albert Schweitzer. And he said this about how children learn. He said children learn in three ways. Okay, They learn by example, by example, and by example. Children look at how we live our lives, not just what we say. You guys are watching the adults in your lives, aren't you? You're watching to see what they do, how they react. You're learning from them. 
So actually, although children might gain a great deal from coming to church and attending their groups, the main responsibility for showing them how to follow Jesus lies with their parents and their carers, the adults they see on a daily basis. So, do your children see your relationship with Jesus in action? Do they see you pray and spend time with him? Do they see how you respond to difficulty and struggles? How you juggle life's busyness and worries? How you handle money? How you say sorry and forgive? Do they see you mess up and start again? Or how you show God's love to those around you? Now, I know all of this might sound a lot, but actually it's about living out our daily lives with Jesus and being real, not about adding anything new or placing a heavy burden on ourselves. So can I have the next slide up, please, Maurizio? I would love to recommend to you all the organisation Parenting for Faith. They have a brilliant website, they have books, a podcast and a course, all of which are really helpful. None of us is meant to do this alone, so do reach out for help and resources. So, what about the second part of that quote that I shared at the beginning? Grown-ups cannot come into the kingdom until they become like children. Can we imagine our grown-ups becoming like children? Can they do that? It's a bit weird, isn't it? Is it, is it saying that they have to like go back to being a child again? I don't know. But maybe there's something about being a child which makes it easier to be part of God's kingdom. Now, some of you might already know this, but I first made the decision to follow Jesus. I asked him to come and be my friend when I was very young. I actually don't remember because I was so young. I've got some vague memories of it being important, but my mum said I was about four, maybe. And when I was a child, it seemed really simple to be a Christian. I knew that Jesus was with me all of the time and nothing got in the way of that. But as I grew up, life changed and difficult things happened. Things got in the, in the way of my relationship with Jesus. And I sometimes struggled to trust that he was still with me. Can I have the next slide up, please, Maurizio? So this is a photo of me, uh, which my dad took on one of our many, many Sunday afternoon walks in Jesmond Dean, which if you ever go to Newcastle, is a beautiful place, by the way. Um, and I used to make daisy chains and pick rhododendrons, and it was lovely. And this photo is always, always helps me think of when I remember what it was like to follow Jesus at such a young age. Now, I don't know why this photo does that. I have no idea why it's this particular photo but it's always the one that comes to mind. When I feel like all the busyness and worries of life are getting in the way of my relationship with Jesus, and when I've stopped trusting in him like I did when I was a child, I often think of this photo, and I remind myself that Jesus wants me to enter his kingdom like a child. So there's this really great woman called Rebecca Nye, if any of you get the chance, do read her book, Children's Spirituality. She's a psychologist and a writer. And she describes children's spirituality as God's ways of being with children and children's ways of being with God. And she discovered through her studies that children already have a knowledge and relationship to God right from the beginning of their lives. 
And this is really helpful because it reminds us that it all starts with God and not us. That we're just here to nurture what is already there and help it grow. So kids, I'm going to need your help for an illustration for me. Okay, can I have the final slide up, please? So, can you all stand up? I want you to imagine that you're a bucket. Can you show me being a bucket? I know it's a bit of a weird one to act out, but bear with me. Yeah, you can be a bucket, brilliant. Now imagine that the bucket is being filled with more and more water. Can you show me what might happen if the bucket keeps getting filled with more and more water? What might happen? Might get too heavy, yeah? What else might happen? It will explode. Yeah, maybe. It might overflow. What else might happen? Could the bucket get broken? Maybe. Okay. Now, I want you to imagine that you're a plant. And we're going to start really small as a plant. So can everyone show me that they're a plant? Okay. The plant is just new in the ground. Now, imagine that this plant is being watered. Can you show me what would happen? As the plant is watered, keep going, more and more water. There's there's even more water. There's so much water. The water is coming down on the plant. Wow, fantastic. So when the water comes on the plant, the plant would grow, wouldn't it? What else would happen? It might flower, yeah. It might turn into a pumpkin. I don't know. Not sure about that. Maybe. Anything else? Otis, what do you think might happen to the plant? Yeah, there might be fruit, yeah, and it would get strong roots that would grow down into the ground. Okay, you guys can sit down. Now, this is a really great illustration when we're thinking about children and faith, because it's basically saying, we're not just here to fill you up with knowledge, we're not just here to tell you things and for you to get more and more full with stuff, we're here to help you grow, like the plant. So... Children, can you say this after me? Can you just say we are not buckets after three? One, two, three. We are not buckets. Ready? One, two, three. Shout it louder. We are not buckets. Even louder. We are not buckets. Great. I hope everyone got that. They're not buckets. Okay. So, you guys are like plants. And we're here as the adults in the church, as parents, to help you to grow, to help you to have strong roots with Jesus so that when questions come and difficult things happen, you can still stay close to him and build your life on him. Now, it's important to note that Jesus is not telling us to be childish. I know some of us like acting like children sometimes, and that's okay, but that's not what this is about. When I look at that photo of me when I was little, It's not that I want to go back and be a little child again, but rather that I want to have a childlike faith like I had then. So things like the sense of wonder at all that God has made. Have you ever gone outside and just been like, wow? Yeah, some things that God has made just make you go, wow. The ease of talking to God about anything. The trust that a child has to just believe that what is said will happen and the ability to love without condition and to forgive without question. 
God calls us to be childlike because if we view life with the trust and wonder of a child, we're able to see him and love him to the fullest. So in those three short verses, we have learned so much. Children, I hope that you will remember that picture of Jesus with the children, that you can come to him just as you are, however young you are, and he will welcome you and love you. He wants to bless you. You can know Jesus now, and you don't have to wait until you're older. Adults, I hope that you will remember to come to Jesus with a childlike faith, knowing that you can trust him completely and that he loves and forgives you without question or condition. Let's not lose that sense of wonder that children have. And older children and young people, this applies to you too, because actually as we get older, things can change. And parents, know that your children are so loved by Jesus, that he is the one that can help you as you sow into them seeds of faith. And please do check out Parenting for Faith, as I mentioned earlier. Reach out to each other for support and pray for one another. So as we finish today... I'd love it if we could end by praying for God's blessing over the children in our church, just as those parents brought their children to Jesus for him to bless them. Now, it would have been great to use some bubbles. This is a great activity for blessing children if you want to use it at home. Um, But at the moment, that's probably not such a great idea. So I've got some little scarves that we can wave over them. So if you would like to come and bless the children you can come forward. So that can be parents, children's team, just anyone in the church who wants to bless the children. Um, John's going to just come and play some quiet music. And then after like a minute or so, I will close in prayer. Children, we really want to bless you. We want you to know how much Jesus loves you. And so we're going to pray for you now. So if you want to lie down for this, you can. Or you can just sit quietly, you can close your eyes, you can put your hands out to show that you're ready to receive God's love. And if any of the adults want to come forward, please just grab a scarf from me and we'll just wave them over the children as we bless them.
that you would come and bless them now, that they would feel your touch, that they would know your blessing on their lives. Help them as they grow to come to know you more and more. Help them to trust you with their whole heart. Help them to see your promises fulfilled in their lives. Come and bless them now. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.